You're listening to When Isabel Met Aviva, a podcast about rom-coms, female-driven screenwriting, and how to break into the entertainment industry. I'm Aviva. And I'm Isabel. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited today because we have a guest, which yeah. is novel for us. It's our first guest. <laughs> and um, this guest is so exciting. It is um, our friend Carly Smale. And she is a Christmas screenwriter and she has an amazing filmography. Like she's really, this is her career. She is a goal. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like she has goals, as they say. She's a Christmas. And she has a lot of credit, credits on Lifetime and now Hallmark. And it was, it was so exciting when she said yes uh, to speak with us all about screenwriting and rom-coms and Christmas. Yeah. I guess we can kind of say that this is like the kickoff for the holidays on our podcast, right? Carly sounds awesome. So let's let's get Carly to join in and we're excited to chat with her. <laughs> so welcome hey. Carly to our podcast. Yeah, thank you Carly for being here. I'm meeting you now for the first time. Yeah, Isabel, meet Carly. Yes, <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. This thank is very fun and exciting. On. You guys yeah. have met before, just virtually, or how did you guys meet? Yeah. Uh, we met through Twitter. Oh, and okay. we've never met in person, but I okay, feel like okay. it's bound to happen because I really want to visit Seattle. Um, to Forks, Washington. We need to go we, there. Yes. We can meet in Forks. <laughs> I've yeah. never been, and it's a oh dream. Gosh. And I know Harley oh is also into Twilight. So wow, the, the first seen a Twilight trip coming our way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love that. Um, but yeah, then we just became, I guess, Instagram, Facebook friends. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's our origin story. Do you story. guys remember how you connected on Twitter? Was it just a a tweet that you both one of you tweeted something and you liked it and then it was it led to I your DMs? I was wondering if Carly remembered. In my head I thought maybe we met through Facebook actually, but I guess it was Twitter. Yeah, it was definitely Twitter. I don't remember the tweet that connected no. us. Probably about rom coms or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably not. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't have Twitter anymore. So or else I'd look back. Yeah, I know. I kind of miss it because it was a fun screenwriting community, but I just was like, I was getting kind of nervous because I was like, a lot of people were getting in trouble about tweets and I was like, I don't want to accidentally make a joke and, uh, and then my career is over, you know, like, yeah. not that I would say anything offensive, but I was just like, I don't know. You never know, like, I guess. Like, yeah. It could be offensive to somebody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I was just, just be like, careful. I'm going to just bow out, you know, but I'm glad that, are you guys still on it? Yeah. I so just I, came I stayed. <laughs> Isabel <laughs> left for a little bit and came back. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's just been chaotic with all the changes and it yeah. being called X and everything, but yeah, I'm still yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Viva is nice. a long time Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. I'm a diehard <laughs> fan. No matter what happens, I refuse to leave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about in our first podcast a lot about how both of us got into screenwriting. So mm -hmm. I think just from reading your bio and reading the script, I was kind of curious to know both how you got into screenwriting and how you got into specifically writing Christmas movies and writing for Hallmark. And yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So first and foremost, like my deep love of movies and rom-coms specifically uh, was a huge part of my childhood, adolescence. And so I, in my grade 12 year, I made like a short film that got into oh, wow. a festival in Toronto. And like, at the time it was like very exciting. And my teacher really encouraged me to go to film school, but I didn't listen to him. I went to this <laughs> uh, other university and studied like cultural studies and politics for a year. Um, and then I dropped out of the, uh, that school and went to film school um, because I was like, there's something about, I want to do something with movies. I don't know what, but there's something um, like, I want to follow my passion of movies in some way. Um, so then I went to Humber in Toronto and in my, in my senior, whatever it's called, uh, fourth year, I specialized in screenwriting, okay. wrote my first screenplay. And then my teacher uh, emailed me and was like, you should intern at this company that makes uh, all these like MOW type movies. Uh, and at the time, I had no idea what a Hallmark movie was or 
Like, I didn't even know what a made-for-TV movie was. I was just like, okay, they make stuff that actually gets, you know, put on TV this cool. Uh, and then at, I worked there for, um, I interned there for a year. And then they hired me on full-time once I graduated. And I just kept bugging my boss over and over with different ideas I had. And eventually one of them sold and it was a Christmas movie. Um, and basically after that, he was like, you're going to be on Christmas. Like, that's <laughs> what you're going to focus you on. Christmas writer. <laughs> yeah. I, people in the office called me the Christmas wizard, which is pretty funny. Um, that's a good name. And then it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in 2015, I decided to leave that job and, and try and do it full time. And it's, I've worked fairly consistently since about 2017. There was a year, a year and a half in between where I was like, oh my gosh, I've made a horrible mistake. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then now it's been pretty consistent. So I've been really lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. You're so prolific. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, just like when we, when we were like looking you up a little bit. Or at least when I was, I was like, wow, she has so many credits. This is really cool. So many credits. <laughs> it's so impressive. Goals. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was really lucky because the place I uh, worked at, they gave me my first writing credit. And mm -hmm. once you have your first writing credit, people take you way more seriously. Like agents actually <laughs> want to talk to you and stuff and managers. Um, so I'm really, really lucky that he gave me that first writing credit. Yeah. yeah. So after you got your first writing credit, did you have an agent or a manager when you were like in the process of writing that first one or did you get one? After? No, no, I didn't have an agent or anything. Um, I was paid really, really a small amount, <laughs> but I didn't care at all. Right. Cause I'm just like, right. I just want the writing credit. Um, and then when I left, that's when I started um, reaching out to agents and stuff. And, um, and then they deal with all that like mm -hmm. awkward money stuff. But yeah, I, uh, I spent the year between leaving that job. I, I moved back home with my parents. I spent that year just writing spec scripts. And um, so I would have like a portfolio to show um, an agent when I was ready. Um, they were both Christmas movies. So I really oh, was okay. being very specific about I'm going to write these like Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, and it worked out. Yeah. But you ended up, it looks like in your filmography, it's all lifetime until more recently. Is that correct? It's true. Yeah. Yes. Um, the first two I wrote on spec, um, they both sold to lifetime. So yeah, um, yeah I was uh, working a lot with lifetime. And then this year I'm doing more for Hallmark. So I don't know. It's just kind of like ebbs and flows. I just go where I'm told. <laughs> and we had a question about the differences between writing for Hallmark versus Lifetime. Is there a big difference with comedy and, you know, just um, the restraints that you might have? Yeah. And there's not a ton different, a ton of difference, but I would say Lifetime, you could be a, just like a tiny bit edgier, just like a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, there was a movie I did called Snowden Christmas and like one of the actors improvised a line where he said, it scares the hell out of me. And <laughs> Lifetime kept it. And I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> it's like R rated for that. Yeah, gosh, yeah. That was 13 Lifetime movie. I know, right? Whereas like Hallmark would never keep that, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's you can make a tiny bit edgier with Lifetime, but um, they're both, you still have to be quite um, wholesome, family oriented with with these Christmas movies, no matter like what network you're. Yeah. Yeah. And then the act to. break, there is a difference in a number of yeah. acts. Is that correct? Between Hallmark and no. Lifetime? No, it's, it's the same amount. Yeah. It's all nine, nine acts. Nine acts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why, okay, why are there nine acts? Honestly, it's just for commercials. Oh. Uh, there's, there's a certain amount of block time for commercials between each act. I'm like looking at the template right now, actually. Mm -hmm. It was like a very helpful template to get because it's like act one, 20 minutes, act two, 15 minutes, you know? So yeah. um, that really helps when you're writing to have yeah. the exact I guess format. too, yeah. is it so that you have like certain cliffhangers, right? Like before yes. the commercial, yeah. then you're like, are they gonna kiss? <laughs> yeah. gonna Do you always write Christmas movies or do you want to branch out do you see yourself branching out or is Christmas are you the Christmas wizard is that your <laughs> is that going to be your trademark <laughs> um I would be totally cool if that was my trademark but um I just 
was in Niagara Falls shooting my first, like I wasn't shooting, but I was watching the set um, of a my first non-Christmas. So oh. it's still it's still a rom-com, but it's not Christmas. Um, so that was very exciting. So It'll be exciting. more of a summery one. Um, and then I'm actually in doing the UCLA extension um, oh. course right now, um, where basically it's four parts and it takes about a year in total. And you pick one project to work on the whole time and you just have like really great feedback from your teacher and peers. Um, and I'm working on one right now that's like so totally different. It's it's a teen comedy, like R-rated, like so not anything <laughs> that I've ever done before. But um, I've had this idea in my head for a while. So, yeah, it's not just Christmas is the answer. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I think we yeah. were also going to ask you. Do you do you personally love Christmas? Are you is like Christmas your favorite <laughs> holiday? <laughs> I do love Christmas. I loved it so so much as a kid. Now that I'm an adult, I'm like it's very expensive and it's a little yeah. bit stressful, but I still love it. Like I have a niece and nephew now and they've made it so much more fun again just, you know, buying them toys and stuff. But yeah, I I definitely do love Christmas. Do you guys like are you into the holidays? Yeah, I feel like I recently realized that I do really love the holidays. I love the yeah. like this time of year when everyone starts to put their decorations out, the all the themes come mm -hmm. into play and like um I love all the Christmas music and the decorations. I was yeah. going to Minnesota this year for my first mm -hmm. Minnesota Christmas. My sister lives there. And cool. I heard Mark. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Very Hallmark setting. You'll be in a small town. Yeah. Well. Exactly. Oh, yeah, small town. Hoping to meet a lumberjack or like a fly fisherman. Yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> we are going to, like, yeah, we're going to some like holiday thing where I guess the lake freezes over and then there's going to be food trucks and like events. Whoa. I'm kind of scared I'm going to fall into the lake, even though multiple people have told me that it's not possible for that to happen mm. oh it's like okay. on the ice yeah like on the yeah, ice meet cute yeah, yeah. a guy I will like rescue you some lumberjack man rescues me he's just ice fishing nearby <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i really <laughs> fall into the ice yeah. fishing hole the hole <laughs> i mean yeah, that's good yeah. that would be my dream to meet somebody that way and well, you should write it. Around me. write it yeah <laughs> yeah I also I also do love the holidays I feel like I haven't really celebrated them the way I've wanted to but now I'm like really determined this year to like go ahead yeah. and celebrate more um and Hanukkah is kind of becoming my brand a little bit for writing which is unexpected so yeah <laughs> like I've I... written now a few Hanukkah rom-coms so I might write more <laughs> I know I've I've read some of your stuff and I really yeah. want them to happen so Thank badly. You, Carly, you've been so nice and supportive. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> We're trying. I, am. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and like, don't hesitate to like send me your new stuff. Or Thank whatever. you. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. Well, like, there's like every network out there right now is making like 40 Christmas movies each. It's like there's room for everybody to yeah, <laughs> love be writing. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had no idea before really I delved into researching this stuff and thinking about writing Hallmark style that like just how, how much of a demand there is and yeah. how, and also the writers in this genre are really nice. And like, I feel like we help each other. Like it feels less like competitive <laughs> maybe than other genres. True. Yeah. Um, just everyone I... is kind. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. I'm like not remotely competitive at all because I just feel like I only have a certain perspective and experience of Christmas. Like I don't celebrate Hanukkah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah get your Hanukkah scripts in there. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Appreciate. We were talking last night as well and I about what our favorite like recent Christmas rom coms have been. Yeah. Um like more on streamers as well. And like have you yeah. seen Love Hard? Like on I have Netflix? Seen Love Hard. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of my like that'd be like my dream kind of script to write for the yeah. holidays. I feel yeah. like it's it's like PG thirteen. It's a little edgier, but also yeah. like very heartwarming and sweet. <laughs> it's true. That movie was really cute. So now that you have um, you know, it sounds like you're getting opportunities every year for Christmas writing, which is mm -hmm. so cool. Like, are you constantly coming up with premises premises that you would love to write, or are you now usually approached by a lifetime or a Hallmark producer and they have a log line for you already? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's a bit of both. Um 
now it's more common that I get asked to write a premise that the com the production company has already come up with. Um, I'm trying to think like the lot like the ones that are coming out this year. They were all three of them were premise like, well, okay, there was two out of three that they gave me the premise. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, they gave me a very like, they gave me things that they wanted, like the one called Yes, Chef Christmas. They're like, we want a movie about cooking, about family, and it's going to be with Tia Mori. Like I knew that from the beginning. Oh, so they, so, cool. so she, yeah, so she was very much like, we want to tell a story about um, sort of like trying to find the birth family. So I had like these elements. I just had to fit them all into one movie. Um, and then there, and then um, I also write on spec still. I just love writing on spec. I don't know. I'm writing a Christmas one right now that I have no idea where it would go because I don't think it's would be right for Hallmark or Lifetime. But I, it's just an idea that came to me and I'm, I'm really having fun writing it. So I'm like, I'm going to try and sell it, but I don't know where it would go. It's, it's kind of, it's just like um, it's more of like an indie Christmas movie, which is different. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I kind of I like that. Yeah. I, I like the idea of exploring more like indie or edgy Christmas movies that are like yeah. kind of like for I, the person. I do think people want that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the streamers, I've noticed, like you know, I'm mentioning Love Heart and other been you know last year. I feel like there were a lot of a lot more non-Hallmark, non-Lifetime, like, streamer movies, like, Christmas mm -hmm. movies than ever before. And so I do think people want, like, you know, the edgier stuff too, but they also want the G-rated, cozy yeah. family stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely pushing more towards the edgier stuff just because my sense of humor is a little edgier. And so whenever I try to make jokes in my movies <laughs> that I write, I'm almost always told to take them out. Like oh. even when I, I think that they're quite soft. Yeah. But they're like they're like, no, take that out. You know, so I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I just want to be able to let my freak flag fly, you know. <laughs> that makes sense. We were wondering about that too. <laughs> they always say like we want to make it funny. And then I'm like, okay. And then uh I try to add jokes <laughs> and they're like, no, it's it's too too much, you know. Mm -hmm. So you you definitely want it to be funny still. Like I think the best Hallmark Lifetime Christmas movies are when the actors are sort of like hitting off each other. I don't know what the right word is, like bantering mm -hmm. and there's like really funny little witty jokes between them. Um, those are the best ones to me. But I guess it's just like a really fine line where like when the comedy is is getting too getting too sort of maybe too slapsticky or something. It's just like you have to be very soft with the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And we were wondering as well, like in the same vein, um, so about, so it sounds like you're approached with an idea a lot of the time, or it's like kind of a loose mandate, which sounds really fun. I actually like having some parameters as like a writer. Like I think yeah. it, it kind of makes you be more creative sometimes yeah. if you just get like certain, they're like, you know, we want family, we want a chef. Like, I think that can be really fun. Yeah. It's like vague enough to be creative, you know? For sure. Yeah. Um, so we were wondering like, can you walk us through the process of from like, so you have the concept, maybe they, they tell you what they want. And then from like all the way to filming, you could talk about your, the one that we've seen now, um, Christmas by design or any, yeah, just the sure. steps from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Christmas by design, um, they approached me, um, Johnson Productions, and they said, read this book called Jingle Jammies. And we want to make sort of, yeah. I know. I'd be like, <laughs> yes, of course I will read this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't say. Sounds very deep. I know. Yeah. You don't say no to jingle jammies. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so they they uh, yeah they sent me the book or whatever, and then and then I sort of pitched them what I see the movie being based on the book. Um, cool. Yeah, so that's actually fun. I've done that. I think two or three times now. Um, it's always hard because when it turns into a movie, I really, you usually have to change quite a bit, which I feel kind of bad about um, because I know like the author, I try to stick as close as I can for the author's sake. Um, but yeah, so Christmas by Design started with a book and then, yeah, I pitched them what I thought would make a cute movie. And then That's obviously nice. the network gives me notes. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I have maybe a stupid question. You, When you say that you pitched like what you think the movie should be like is that a verbal like in-person pitch or are you writing an outline or is that yeah I'm kind of just curious what the like 
when that That's a good question. Like, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. I am so bad at verbally pitching. I don't know if you can tell just being on Zoom with you guys. My eyes are over here. Like, no, I'm no, not I haven't noticed that at all. We're the same way, though. We're like worried about speaking, ironically, yeah, for know, podcasting. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're building self esteem for this as <laughs> yeah. well. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's the microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get better, but yeah, I get so awkward. I stumble over my words and stuff. So I prefer writing like a one pager. Um, okay. which often turns into a two pager, but yeah. So I usually, for this one, um, I wrote out like the main beats and stuff and was, and made it sort of a concise document. Um, I think most people might prefer to do it verbally, but I, I'm like, no, I want to get my ideas down on paper and then, and then we can go through it. Um, so that's what I normally do. I, I rarely verbally pitch, which I should be practicing that more, but um I'm a writer okay like I want to <laughs> write I don't want to like be a you know stand-up comedian so yeah so then the the network gives me notes on the document that I send them and then we go back and forth a little bit and then basically um once they're comfortable with like where we're at they'll send me off to script for the first draft okay cool and how is there an average amount of like outlining rounds that you tend to do like three or it just depends on the project before you can write yeah it's not too much because uh they kind of just want to get going you know yeah. so they give you like pretty basic notes like oh we think the the lead actress comes across a little too weak in this mm -hmm. part like we want her to be strong or whatever you know it'll be just like oh the leading guy comes off like a bit of a you know I'm just gonna say, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to swear, but he look he just comes off as a jerk, like, you know, soften him up too. So anyway, yeah, just little notes like that. You just sometimes it's literally just like a sentence that you're just like switching the wording around to make someone you know come across like more what the network wants or whatever. And yeah. how fast is the process? Like it must depend on the project, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, like if you can tell us the timeline of maybe some of these projects. Yeah. Well, usually they give you at least four weeks for the first draft. Okay. Um, I have done first drafts in two weeks. Um, people have come to me being like, we're in an emergency. Like we need a script, blah, blah, blah. Can you do it in two weeks? And I don't really have a life. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to say yes to that. But yeah, yeah. two weeks is fast. But yeah. I guess for these kinds of projects, I could imagine doing them faster than mm -hmm. writing a biopic or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Totally. Uh, but I don't know. All in all, it's hard to say. It changes from project to project. But I don't know. Like I would say like four weeks for the first draft and maybe like two or three weeks for the second draft. And then there's usually a polish that you do within like a week. I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. it can it could vary. But that's kind of what my experience has been. Are you working multiple scripts at the same time? I have done more than one at a time. But I don't love it yeah. i would prefer to just do one at a time because my brain just kind of i'm like yeah especially if they're both christmas i get like the yeah, names and say, stuff yeah. that would be know? hard if it's both yeah christmas not like christmas and, like, yeah brain. that makes sense yeah, yeah i definitely <laughs> prefer to do like one script at a time but if i get a if i get an opportunity to do like more than one it's hard for me to say no because i'm just like this is my job you know i don't want to say yeah. no to people but yeah for sure and how long, you know, with Hallmark and Lifetime, I know these are made pretty quickly when they start filming, like how mm -hmm. long, like Christmas by Design, for example, which is when we've seen and read. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like how long was filming? And were you able to be on set at all? Um, not for that one. These movies are usually all made within 15 days. Oh so gosh. it's really quick. Oh, yeah. So fast. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I didn't realize it was that fast. <laughs> Yes, it's very fast, the filmmaking. So I don't, yeah. One thing I don't ever like, well, maybe I shouldn't say ever, but directing these seems very stressful because you're just going so fast. Um, but sorry, what was the, the first part of that question? You answered it, just how fast it's filmed. Yeah. And then, yeah, oh, you've talked. being on set. Being yeah. on set, yes. Oh, yeah, are you ever um, on set for your movies? Yeah, so, well, I don't have to go necessarily, but if I... If I want to, I can, which is which is nice. Um, like I just was in Niagara Falls for two nights, and I just really wanted to go because the script is fun. It's like all like you know, zip lining and the jet boat and blah blah blah. And oh, like, fun. I wanted to meet the director because she and I had talked on the phone so much. 
uh, that I was like, I really want to meet her and I want to meet the producer. So I would always recommend to writers, if you can be on set, you should go even just if it's for a day, just because sometimes meeting the producer in person can really benefit you, like, because they'll get to know you and then they want to work with you again. And like, and it's cool to meet the actors too. Like some of my childhood heroes have been in these movies and it's just very exciting. Can you name a few? Let us know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well i mean tia mori come on yeah. oh my gosh yeah she's That'd be so cool. icon um bethany joy lens from one tree hill yeah. oh my god i saw that yeah. i saw that one of yours that was really good yeah, yeah. i know so and good. like i've gotten to know her a bit like i have her number like i can like just text wow. her now which is so weird to me because <laughs> i was such a hardcore one tree hill fan so now i'm like wait i just have Haley's number in my phone this is crazy wild <laughs> yeah um <laughs> She's a musician, actually, too. I have, like, a song of hers now on, like, Oh, a yeah, playlist. she's, she's singing. Like, yeah, she's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's very cool. She has, yeah, a new song, Strawberries. I'm just yes, going to plug it for her. Yes, that's one of my playlists. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If we ever figure out how to add music to our podcast, that And if we can not yeah, get through copyright issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Well, we could text her and ask. Yeah, we'll yeah. text her. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, she's, she's so great. Her and Andrew Walker have such great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Sarah Drew was really fun to meet because yes. she's from Gay's Anatomy. Yes. And she, I loved April Kepter's character. So that she was very cool to meet. So I don't know. It's it, And just the, the last actress I met, um, Jocelyn Hudden, I think is how you say it. She was so cool too. Like she's, I yeah, I'm just like, I'm very lucky to meet all these really cool, talented people. Yeah. And it just must be so cool. Like that is definitely a dream of mine to just be on set and just hear a scene that I wrote just like. Yeah played out in such a professional way that sounds amazing it's almost kind of embarrassing actually I don't know I'm like there and I'm like it kind of feels like someone's just like I don't know like reading Reading I'm not dying you're just like I I don't get that it's like even reading out like I I don't know I would always cringe like reading a short story I wrote out loud to like even my family I don't know there's something like weirdly (laughs) intimate about it and I'm just like just read it I don't want to yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It does feel very vulnerable for some reason. It's just like, because, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels vulnerable. I don't well, know. I why. think scripts, we're, as well, and I were talking about this as well, that they're just a lot more revealing in some ways, depending on what yeah. script it is. Like, then even people realize, like, they'll never know what little hints from your life are in yeah. there and what, like, emotional truths can be revealed if you really dissect it. <laughs> so For sure. Yeah, For sure. you feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everything, even with these, like, MOWs, like, you're always going to put a piece of yourself in the story. Like, it's just a part of the job, I guess. You just There's always going to be a little something from you that is in there. So, yeah, I don't know. It's... But it's fun. It's cool. It's very cool to just see people saying words that you wrote and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. It's very Do you cool. remember how it felt when you saw your first movie that you wrote the script for? And then did you get to like go to a premiere? Like- I guess technically my first one is called The Christmas Parade, which is uh, the one that I wrote at this company. Um, but the truth of the matter is that I am a co-writer on it with a guy named Rob Vaughn. And I don't think one word that I wrote is in that movie. Oh. Like, I think he kind of took it over and then, like, kind of did a, a page one rewrite. And they were nice enough to still let me have the writing credit, even though he oh, changed okay. everything. So it really wasn't until Snowed In in 2017 where it stayed exactly almost to a T to my script. And then when I watched it, I was like, this is actually not a bad movie at all this is actually a really cute well done movie like the actors are good the direction was great and like yeah I remember I was actually living in New York at the time and I sat down in the New York Public Library like the big one and I just I just got the link to it and I just sat there with my headphones and just watched it by myself and I was when I yeah when I finished it I was like whoa like that was actually good I was yeah, I was no so premieres. Cool. These movies don't really get premieres okay. unless there's some like reason for it. Yeah, I don't get invited to like Christmas Con or any of that cool stuff. Aww. 
one day, one day, yeah, one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna ask if you're going on the Hallmark cruise. That oh my gosh, <laughs> I am not, but I should. It'd be so much fun to just randomly be on a cruise with all these Hallmark actors. Right, it's so like funny. a premise in itself. Like you yeah. could write a film about that. Honestly, I probably should send you so then you can go and then write a movie about being on a cruise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. The Christmas Cruise, it's going to come out. Like, I don't know who's going to write it, but oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of It already sounds title good. Already we should all. It sounds amazing. The Christmas yeah. We should collaborate right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cruising at Christmas. <laughs> I also yeah. had a question about being on set. So, like, I've always wondered this uh, for mm. all films, but um, have you ever been asked to, like, write a last minute scene, like, mm. on the spot or think of a joke? that day or something sounds kind of scary yeah that sounds very pressured <laughs> yeah i've only had been asked once it was on snowed in um gary yates was so nice to me and he like really took me under his wing that was the director and he really wanted to give me like the full experience so there was one part of the movie where for for timing reasons they needed like a little bit extra so they wanted to film the scene of bethany joy lens and andrew walk walking up the steps of the inn and they needed like a little piece of dialogue while they're walking up. And I had like, I had like 20 minutes to like go <gasps> and write like a little walk and talk. That's like, it ended up only being like, I don't know. It's maybe like a 30 second scene. But I was like, this is so scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that um, sounds, yeah, that really sounds kind of scary. <laughs> I, feel like I would be like for 15 minutes. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> write well, something down in five minutes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but it ended up being kind of cute. So if you if you watch the movie again this Christmas and you see the little scene of them walking up the stairs when they first arrive at the inn, just imagine me in the back just like panicking being like, "Uh." <laughs> that's basically how it went. I can't wait to watch that movie now and then see what they say in that moment. It's yeah. a really cute film. I really like that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of the better ones that I've done, I think. Yeah. When does Christmas by Design come out? Uh, it comes out Friday, October 27th on the Hallmark Channel, and it'll be at 8 p.m. So exciting. Yeah. Do, you have, yeah. do you know what you're doing that day? You're going to watch it live on TV. Well, I'm in Canada, so uh, we I don't have the Hallmark Channel. <gasps> oh, and gosh. most people I know don't have the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> so ironic, because it's all filmed there. <laughs> yeah. You write Hallmark so, movies, but you don't have access to the Hallmark yeah. Channel. <laughs> yes, it's kind of the bane of my existence. Um, because every year, everyone's like, how do I watch it? And I'm like, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so in Canada, it comes out in the, on the Women's Network at some point. I don't have a Canadian premiere yet. But I have a link to it. And so I'm sure some friends, like my friends and family love to just sit and watch. And this one will be fun because it's about designing pajamas. So it's going to be a bit of a pajama party. Oh, yeah. I love that theme. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably well, not until later in November. Um, my my close circle, they're not ready for Christmas yet. You know what I've always wondered, and I'd be curious, Carly, if you've ever been approached with this, if like, has anyone ever approached you with like a Halloween rom-com for any of these channels? Because I feel like there's so much potential with that yeah. topic. <laughs> I would love to. I, I love Halloween. Um, I know Hallmark does like their fall harvest movies. Yes. Um, I know. I should look into that because Hall or Halloween is really fun. So I would love to do that. A witchy like rom com is on my agenda eventually. I just don't have an idea yet. But yeah. I just feel like that's in the rom com book world, which I've gotten really into. There's so many good like spooky rom coms, but I've not seen that oh. translate over to film yet. You know, you should write um, one. That sounds I, so fun. I really want to. Like, yeah. there's a really good series that I really recommend to everyone called The X Hex, and there's okay. two. It's a trilogy. The next one comes out next next Halloween, so we have to wait a little bit. And it's Ooh. it's like Gilmore Girls meets like harry potter kind of it's Gosh, really lovely awesome. <laughs> and it's it's very romantic and cute so you just like sold that. me those i love harry yeah. potter and gilmore yeah, girls it's yeah, just like witchy say. gilmore oh girls <laughs> it's that's, really cute that sounds um, perfect yeah, yeah i just wonder maybe there's a reason why these streamers just aren't as or you know not streamers hallmark and lifetime just don't like the they like autumn but maybe halloween is a little too subversive maybe i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah hallmark has changed a lot in the last few years and they're yeah. getting a lot more like progressive and, and yes they're yes. yeah they're they're moving away a bit from the you know the typical like city girl goes to her small town um i mean that's still a part of it but they're starting to look for more original 
um, concepts and ideas that are just uh, not as not as predictable as maybe some of their stuff. So it's a good thing to think about if you're going to be writing for them. They they are more interested these days in like something a little bit more fresh and new. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And more, it feels like it's moving in a slightly more like multicultural direction yeah. and more diversity and everything, which is great. Yeah, um, definitely. So back to Christmas by Design. So mm-hmm. do you have like a favorite scene that you wrote? Like when you were writing it, you're like, this is so much fun. And then we were wondering like the favorite scene in the in the film like for you. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, favorite scene to write? Um, I just think first acts are really fun to write. Um, they always fly by for me. Yeah. Um, I think like maybe like the scene where they are at um, Dee's cafe at near the end of the first act where they make their little deal together and they're making cookies oh, yeah. in the back together. And uh, all the characters are there in the diner, like eating cookies and drinking hot chocolate. I think that was pretty fun to write. Cause I've just never like a, a hot chocolate, like pub crawl was sort of the concept. <laughs> so I was like, that's sort of fun and cute. Um, in terms of the movie, I thought it was pretty well done, to be honest. I thought it was a really cute movie. Um, Maybe like when everyone's playing charades, that's sort of a cute scene. Yeah, that's really sweet. I like that one too. Uh, I like the scene where they're sitting in the old car together and he's kind of like trying to uh, give her advice about not being so in her head, about designing her new Christmas line or whatever. Um, I like, I like, um, I like scenes that are between the the two lead characters and they're just talking to each other. Those are always my favorite scenes to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're just being like vulnerable and real with each other and it's like a quiet, more of a quiet scene. I like those usually. Yeah. 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 I really like their first kiss. I don't want to give spoilers, but I really <laughs> oh, yeah, liked yeah, I that, like that, that set up. I thought it was a really <laughs> cute way to, I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. I just realized that it, it, it's called Christmas by design. And one of my favorite parts of watching the movie was all of their clothes. And that was like, I just yeah. kind of put that together that I'm like, but yeah, they dressed. They were all dressed really nice, and they all. I want really a pea cute. coat every winter. Yeah, yeah. I need <laughs> yeah. a cute coat, or like a nice so turtleneck sweater. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's <laughs> true. I know the uh, the wardrobe people do such a great job. Yeah, they, and same with the production design team on that one. I thought it looked really good. Like all, of yeah, the, it was yeah. high quality, and it I really I've been noticing this. Maybe just yeah, just yeah, it felt really really high quality. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Like, I nothing felt it, fake to me on this yeah, one. Yeah. They did a good job, for sure, yeah. Dee Dee's yeah. Diner was really cute. I was like, I yeah, I want to go to Dee Dee's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the whole thing, like, the whole concept really, it did make me feel like I wanted to go and, like, to a small town and, like, celebrate yeah. all these. Especially yeah. just because I'm Jewish. I never really had this much Christmas ever. Like, it's kind of seeing it from the outside. Like, yeah. Like, I've celebrated things, but, like, it's just not going to be the same. You know, I've never had family doing all the Christmas things. And yeah just seems so cozy and fun <laughs> yeah i know the elf capades that was from the book it's such a cute idea yeah, yeah i love it yeah 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 and I, yeah i liked in that movie because they let me i don't think this was from the book but they let me be a little bit um more serious about the role that like a stepdad can play in people's holidays and how that was yes. like part of the reason why the lead um didn't want to go home is because her dad had passed and her mom had remarried. And so that was something I've never, I never saw in a Hallmark movie before. It's just like that dynamic of um, a step parent and, and not being comfortable with like spending the holidays with them and having to like learn to accept them and stuff. So I really like that. They let me keep that in. That was, that yeah, was cool. Yeah. And you know what I realized is well, I could not place the sister character for so. And then I looked her up on yeah. MDB and she's an Anne with an E as the teacher <laughs> Which is one of my oh. favorite shows of all time. <laughs> Canadian. Uh, yes. <laughs> if anybody is looking for a good show, watch In With Me. It's so yeah. good. Um, so it was, I, I was like, she was so familiar. I thought she yeah. was great too. I thought it was yeah. well cast. And yeah, I, mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. Christmas by Design had a little bit more um, like, like a deeper, like some deeper meaning stuff in it. I could, I really loved the part where she, I don't mean, I guess, I don't know, spoiler. I don't want to give a spoiler yeah. away. But... Well, we can, can we spoil? Spoiler, spoiler. Well, I'll just, I I'll, mean, I will, I'll allude to it. I won't give away okay, what happens. But when she's 
when she's kind of dealing with like her running her business and um, having more family time and that sort of um, battle for her, I could really relate to because mm-hmm. I, I used to have a, a small business and boy, oh. for me, that was something I really struggled with. It was like, oh, I want to be close to my family. I want to spend much time with my family. Yeah. Own a small business, it consumes your life. And so I thought yeah. just those little moments for her and I won't give away the ending, but like um, yeah. I thought that that, when I was watching this, I was like, wow, this Hallmark movie is really getting into my feelings all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> what was your small business? Do you mind me asking? Um, I used to have a cafe. So I used to, I, I live in Los Angeles now, but before I moved here, I had a cafe. I, li- I was living in Hawaii, actually. So oh my was, gosh. Yeah, I had I had a very different life a year ago. Wow. <laughs> but one of the reasons I um, decided to close it and move to Los Angeles both was to pursue screenwriting, but also because I felt really disconnected from my friends and family and yeah um it's amazing because when I look back on the past couple of years just in this year alone from moving to LA I've seen my family so much more and like I'm spending yeah. both holidays with them this year Thanksgiving and Christmas wow. which I haven't done in a really long time and so cool. um yeah so that was just like a fun little thing for me watching yeah. oh man okay well that's a movie right there yeah owning a cafe in hawaii that's so cool <laughs> yeah that's so yeah cool. i know i have yeah. a hawaiian christmas movie <laughs> yeah, yeah hawaiian seriously. christmas movie Ooh, that would be fun yeah right i know yeah. <laughs> and then you could go to set that'd be such a great excuse oh for the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you think true. they would actually set it in hawaii like would it be filmed in hawaii or would it be filmed in canada <laughs> It, it honestly like depends. At like a water yeah. park. They film yeah. it at like a water park. Yeah, I, was just gonna say, I don't know if they would fly everyone to Hawaii to film. I mean there's there's like bigger budget movies that do actually shoot in like Fiji and stuff for like oh. Hallmark. Um but I am yet to have written one of those. Um but there are bigger budget ones that so well, this is a fun yeah. question that wasn't on our list. Like which country would you set your dream christmas Ooh, film yeah. in if yeah. you could get it made <laughs> well this one that i'm writing right now it's set in the cotswolds of england Ooh, um, love it. there's something about england that i just feel like it like it, it's so i don't know it's so romantic or something especially at the holiday during yeah. the holidays like mm-hmm. watching bridget jones and notting hill and the holiday the it, holiday, just, it, it yes. just seems like such a like sentimental nostalgic place to spend christmas to me i agree yeah i just yeah i really want this movie i'm writing to happen so i can just go to england for like a month or something yeah that's amazing that has happened (laughs) for sure as a screenwriter are you ever creatively consulted for other aspects of the film like casting or just other creative choices um, not really. So it depends on the producer and the director. Sometimes they'll send me pictures of locations and be like, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, we're thinking of casting this person. What do you think? Um, but they're actually just being nice. I don't actually have any say. <laughs> uh, if I were to be like, no, so they'd be like, <laughs> they're like, totally. okay, we don't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, we were just being nice. Um, but I just sold one. I can't really talk about it mm-hmm. yet, but I just sold one where I will be uh, a producer on it. Um, it'll be my first producing credit. And that's when I actually get to have a say in casting locations and I'll be able to actually be on set, um, not just as a visitor, but I'm going to be on set as like part of the crew, which is really exciting. So that's been my goal for a long time. I've wanted to be writer producer for a long long time so you just have more control over your story and and you also get to be part of the movie making process which is so fun um so yeah i think unless you're a producer of some kind you don't really have a say um that's been my experience though maybe other writers have a different experience but that's been mine Mm -hmm. yeah would you ever want to direct in the future as well i don't think so i'm not really like drawn towards directing yet i not yeah. to say i wouldn't maybe in the future but i have directed like a a really really low budget thing um in 2014 and i just was like i i don't think this is like my calling mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 
Did Are you guys interested in directing? I'm interested in being a writer, which I haven't yeah. accomplished yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm a writer. So, step one, become a screenwriter. A produced writer. Um, yeah, never say never. Like, yeah. in my old, the old me would say, no, absolutely not. But yeah. I also thought I'd never even do a podcast because I was, like, scared of right, speaking yeah. out loud publicly. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, so maybe my true self does want to direct. But I would say definitely producing and, and write, writing is the ultimate goal right now. Writer directors are definitely um, like going in as like sort of a writer director is a is a more common thing now. So yeah, yeah especially if cool. you're a woman. Yeah, yeah. It would just but, be cool to have creative control and like you know mm -hmm. hire everyone, but I'm sure it's a lot of stress too. Um, and I guess connecting to your po uh, to your podcast, um, mm -hmm. you also had the opportunity to interview directors and you know yeah. other creatives, which is really cool. Can you talk? To, our, to us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, for sure. It's called Teenage Dirtbags. Um, yeah. Dirtbags is spelled with a Z or a Z, I mm -hmm. should say. Very Canadian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and me and my good friend Maddie, we review teen movies. And then the odd time we have a guest join us um, to talk about their teenage lives. So yeah, we've had Catherine Hardwick, who's Amazing. the pretty prolific yeah. um, director of 13 and Twilight and Lords of Dogtown. So cool. That's the episode I've heard. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had Kiwi Smith on, who's the co-writer of all of the best movies, all 10 Things Hate About You, Legally <laughs> so Blonde. Good. So She's good. the man. I'm gonna listen. I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. It's out already, right? Well, we haven't we haven't reposted it yet, oh, but we will okay. Yeah. I was like, because I would have listened to that right away yeah, if I was I'd seen it. Like, yeah. Why did I not listen to those yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. She's so cool. And she's been so supportive. I met her on Twitter. So that oh, one, yeah, yeah. go Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's <laughs> magical. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Biff Naked, she's like a punk rock um, musician from Canada that um, was a pretty big deal growing up. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, we've had so many cool people. Amanda Shaw from Suits and Center Stage. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's been very cool. And you just interviewed, the one I listened to last night, like right before bed, was um, Elaine. the one with, yes. Elaine Hendricks. Yeah, Meredith so she plays. Blake. <laughs> yeah, she plays Meredith Blake from Parent Trap, and she was so cool. Yeah, she was so nice because, so like, you don't know when you when you are about to record with someone how the vibe's gonna be. And she was just like, she was awesome. I was like, yeah, I want to be your friend. Do you Seems just really love these people or message them on Twitter or Instagram? Yeah, I'm. I have no shame. I'm a cold emailer. <laughs> I have emailed so many people, and. People are always like, wow, I can't believe they say yes. But they don't realize that there's been, like, tons of people that have said no, you know? Yeah, so, totally, yeah. Um, yeah, so don't feel bad if you email people and they say no. It's it's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> why are Christmas movies so popular? And I think with streamers, I think, yeah, with streamers, and you can make them really cheaply, and people like yeah. them. I don't know. I don't really know why they, the last 10 years they've exploded. It's well, a good I question. People, we were yeah. kind of talking about this yesterday, you were right. I feel like people just like watching these movies like to get into the holiday spirit or I don't know I feel like I go through that phase where I'm getting ready for the holidays and it's cleaning or I'm doing all my like, like tasks at home or I'm wrapping presents and it's yeah. just kind of nice to have on if, even if it's just on the background or it yeah. kind of just adds to the spirit of it and I think it just kind of is the escapism in a bit right it makes you like it's go true. into holiday world land and um. yeah and i also think um just like the state of our world has been a little heavy and so i think rom-coms kind of shine during times like these like i i remember when i was a kid um my big fat greek wedding what made you know it obviously made like a bajillion dollars but part of the success of it it was that it came out like really soon after 9-11 and people just wanted to like laugh and be in the theater and not yeah. being thinking about like you know all that crazy stuff so I think it's a, maybe a similar thing it's just like things have felt heavy in the last little while and it's like it's kind of nice to just be able to escape into Christmas land where the biggest conflict they have is like you know, a uh, a fashion, you know, contest or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warwick's Christmas design. Yeah. Okay, so we have some like quicker questions for you. 
so the first one, or as, as of now, it's called Quick Fire Round, but let us know okay. if you have any yeah, rom-com. Yeah, we can like a cute rom-com. <laughs> okay, we want, yeah, we want like a, like, meet cute questions, but not that, like some sort of right. trope. I don't know what yet. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll think on it. I'll think yeah, on it. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so the first question is, um, okay, this has to do with your podcast. Who was your favorite podcast guest? That's hard, but I'm gonna say... Biff Naked. Um, she was just a, like an icon of mine growing up and she's very badass and I just think she's awesome. So yeah. Okay. What is your favorite rom-com and why? Uh, okay. I know I want to know your, can I, can I ask you guys the same question? Okay. Yeah, of course. Um, mine is my best friend's wedding. Um, why? That's a good question. I just think Julia Roberts uh in her prime and uh what's his name dermot i always get those oh, yeah, two actors mixed up dermot, yeah i know who you're talking uh, about <laughs> he, it's dermot mulroney yeah i think yeah um i just thought i just think he's such a attractive like great actor um uh, and the premise is just fun i don't know i like how it doesn't have your typical perfect ending too yeah yeah. That one I'm not as familiar with. I'm sure I've seen it, but it's been a while. Like, I don't have it clear in my head right now. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I almost Great watched writing. it the other day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's your yeah. yeah, my favorite. So, I mean, I have so many. I think that one that I always say is Sleepless in, Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. So I just grew up watching it. It's very nostalgic. I grew up in Seattle. So just seeing all the sets, like, you know, just driving by the houseboat and driving by yeah. all these different areas felt like I was in a movie. And I just... I love Nora Ephron. It's just yeah. the coziest, sweetest film. <laughs> I know. I love that movie too. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite one is 10 Things I Hate About You. I watch <gasps> that movie all the time. It never ceases to like make me just die laughing. Love Heath it's Ledger so good. in that movie. Yeah. Like R.I.P. But <laughs> yeah. um, I, I just love all the cast. I feel like everyone is so good in that movie. The writing is so spot on. I love the story, and I really love Julia yeah. Stiles. I, I actually just watched The Prince in Me last night, and I realized oh, yeah. how much I, I love, love that her. one. <laughs> she should be in more rom coms now. Yeah, I know, I know she she's should. great. Um, but yeah, uh, Heath or um, Heath Ledger, and yeah, Cat Strafford. Like, yeah, I love Cat Strafford. She, she is changed Stiles. my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. such a great character. I saw this yeah. really cool edit. I sent it to Isabel. Uh, with like uh, an Olivia Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo song with like Cat oh, yeah. Strafford yeah. scenes, <laughs> like and it was like I think her newest song, like American Bitch, or is that her newest? Yeah, song? like Olivia, Rod and it just works so well. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I, I probably because yeah, when you sent me that, and then I think I was looking, um, I think I was just reading up about it, or I was looking into Julia Stiles, and I think I realized that cat strapper definitely like impacted my life as a childhood i definitely looked up to her like she's like one of my idols and i think honestly i'm not joking i think she was like my first like female idol yeah i know, same here. <laughs> yeah. I know I realize that. and i think it's also part of why because i lived in seattle for um five mm -hmm. years but aviv and i didn't know each other at the time yeah but i yeah. think part of why uh -huh. i wanted to move there was because of that movie specifically because i wanted to do the paintball thing at gasworks yes, park which they which, don't even which isn't do. real but it's not real it which is like, devastating yeah like seattle seems so yeah. edgy and cool like i want to go paintballing yeah <laughs> i know oh. i'm actually i'm gonna come visit you Aviva, because yeah. i've always wanted to go to that school with the oh, big that's in tacoma would... right it's in yeah. Tacoma, and I've never yeah. been either, which is weird because I could drive there. But I'm I would love to go with you. That'd be so fun. A weekend trip to yeah. Seattle and to Forks, yeah. which if you guys yes. have been to Forks, you'll love it. <laughs> I love. I that's just one of my favorite activities is going on a trip specifically for a filming location. Yeah. Like I just yeah. get such a kick out of that. And we'll um, we'll FaceTime Kiwi while we're doing it. Yeah. She's from can Seattle. Go, can we go oh, with you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. she come? <laughs> I know she no, comes to this area sometimes. Yeah, she's um, from your area. So mm -hmm. I mean, we might see her at the grocery store sometime or something. You never know. You never know. And there's also the island nearby. I can't remember which island. I live on a different island than this one, mm -hmm. but um where Practical Magic was filmed. <gasps> I believe it's Orcus, but don't, okay. we have a bunch of really beautiful islands and sadly the house itself, I think doesn't exist. It was like a movie set and practical yeah. magic, but I think there's some other things and to see. Cool. Seattle, um, you can see yeah. Possible, this sounds so fun. Yeah. There's so, like many, yeah, so many, yeah, so many cool locations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I am actually being serious. I will actually come. Yeah, please come. That'd be great. Um, okay. Favorite Christmas rom-com? Okay. I don't know. I guess it's a rom-com. It's more of a family movie, but I love The Family Stone. Um, it's, I don't know what it is. I just love it so much. Um, and then I would say The Holiday. Yeah. That's one of my, that's in my top three favorite films, I would say, honestly. Top yeah. three or five. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's really good. It's the music. I mean, it's Hans Zimmer, I think. It just, like, gives me such feels, you know. It's so I good. Just, yeah, I just took a rom-com class, uh, like, online <gasps> through Alana Bennett, who's, like, a TV writer for Exo Kitty and some other really cool projects. Oh, cool. And, uh, we read The Holiday. It was, like, a Nora Ephron, Nancy Myers class, which oh, was, like, awesome. my dream. Wait, and what is it called? I want to take it. Yeah, I can send yeah, you the link. Please. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think she is going to teach it again. Her name's Alana Bennett. Like, I found her through Twitter. Someone Gosh, sent me her link. Right I'll send you the link to her website. Okay. I don't remember what it is, but... um. It was so fun. We just like read all like a bunch of Nancy Myers and, and Nora Ephron scripts and then talked about the films and stuff. And so cool. So anyway, yeah, we read, I read The Holiday for the first time and I was surprised I'd never actually read it before. I'd just seen the film so many times. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. I love Jack Black in that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Your favorite rom-com trope to write or just mm. in general? Hmm. Um... So hmm. It's like enemies well, to lovers, yeah, whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, I just wrote a rom com that uh, it kind of plays on this trope a bit, but the whole running to the airport, yeah, um, to confess your love. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's overdone now, but um, I don't know. It's classic, and it was it was fun to write because I kind of I kind of played with it a bit, but yeah, it was fun to to write it. I agree. Yeah. I've written one of those as well. Yeah, and I was going to say. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like run. The yeah. airport is so romantic. Actually, like, Love at First Sight, which recently came out, which didn't have a chase scene, but to the same way, but just, like, airports are romantic. Yeah, I, I just watched, are. and I don't know if I've been working, like, the Hallmark game too long, but I was like, why isn't this movie called Love at First Flight? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, hilarious. that's true. Why isn't yeah. it <laughs> I just, I, the whole time I was like, why? But maybe it's too cheesy for Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite rom-com outfit? Oh, I mean the peacoat jacket. That's a, that's a great response or reply. Um, I don't know. A chunky sweater, a chunky fall yeah. sweater. Mm -hmm. That is a good so good. Rom-com outfit. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Anything that like could be in a Nora Ephron movie you know I yes. feel like Nora Ephron she would dress her characters really cozy yeah um yeah especially, especially when that Sally <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah okay. I'm gonna go for like a, a chunky like turtleneck sweater love it I need one of those in my yeah, life. yeah. I know I need one too that's what, how I felt after watching Christmas by Design I was like I really need to get some turtle yeah, she just sweaters she just looks so <laughs> yeah. polished like she just always looks so put together even yeah. her pajamas I mean no yeah. you know like yeah. that's what the film is about but even like when she was lounging around the house I was like I never look that way together like <laughs> yeah that was, she has a stylist that, that yeah. I would say though is maybe a little pet peeve I have about some of these movies mm -hmm. where I'm like there's yeah. a scene right where she wake they all wake up in the morning yeah. and they're all just like in makeup hair like they yeah. all look amazing I'm like I like this is what I look like when I wake up in the morning yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> make you feel yeah, a little bad very... about yourself <laughs> yeah I know yeah. I'm like do other people wake up and look this amazing and have like, like a matching set with no stains like yeah. no yeah. <laughs> perfect yeah. makeup they yeah. walk around their house in jeans <laughs> yeah I've got like drool like across my yeah. cheek yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> my skin I did dry. laugh yeah I did laugh when I saw that on like the very first scene in Christmas by Design she's waking up um, after like falling asleep at the table and she just has the most perfect hair and makeup uh -huh. <laughs> and I was like come on at least smear something yeah I, yeah. that totally works in films but I always wonder like I'm I've never been able to fall asleep without like this, lying down yeah, just like, yeah. I, don't know, like, I don't know I see that in films all the time where like people just are able to sleep in random locations oh no yeah no but I've seen these in even non-hallmark and non-lifetime just like yeah yeah I'm all I'm, I'm yeah particular about where I sleep yeah <laughs> okay next question um 
Do you have like a favorite rom-com moment or even like line of dialogue that might come to mind? Um, I'll stick with the my best friend's wedding um, answer because there's something about the scene where the two characters are on the boat together and they're going under the bridge. Yeah. And like, I don't know if like the music is kind of swelling a little bit. And like he says to her, when you love someone, you just have to say it. You just like can't think about it. You just have to say it. And then like she like waits like two seconds too long, and like, the moment passes yeah. where she could have you know you said it to him. Oh, I know. <laughs> and like that movie, like there's a lot about that movie that's cheesy because it's a '90s rom com. But that scene, I swear, like every time I'm like, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I really. That. Love it, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch this one because I like I said it's not it's been a while since I've seen it. Have you seen any rom coms that you'd recommend recently, I guess? I thought Love It First Sight was pretty good. Um That's really cute. Yeah, Haley Lou Richardson, she's definitely like an up and coming yeah. actress to watch for because she's really good. Um I forget what the guy's name in that is, but he was great mm-hmm. too. Their chemistry was really um good. I thought mm-hmm. it was really sweet. And they, they had all the elements, like the British guy yeah. and like yeah. just the airport romance. And <laughs> I, I've seen that one twice now. I thought it, and the music yeah. was really lovely. Mm-hmm. Like the, I want to dance with somebody song. Yeah. I listened to dance. I just thought it was so lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did a good job with that. Um, and then I, I went to the theaters uh, this past summer and saw No Hard Feelings. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it got like, lost in the shuffle of because barbie and everything but i thought it was really funny and really good movie i mean it's obviously raunchy yeah but um i thought there was a lot of like heart to it so i liked that one i have yet to see it but it's on my list i will watch it soon yeah, yeah. It's it's like looks a... fun in theaters too. it was definitely a good go see in the movie theater mm-hmm. yeah i didn't expect to laugh as much as i did yeah so. same here yeah, <laughs> they're not that many. They're not that many comedies like that anymore. Yeah. Like the R rated. Like it felt like. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but like kind of American Pie. Yeah, energy. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just love Jennifer yeah. Lawrence's like sort of quirky, awkward, like very forward character. Yes, in that. <laughs> in her and like there's a scene where she's nude. Yeah, and fully nude. It's, she's <laughs> fully nude, and it's so funny. Yeah, I'm like only Jennifer Lawrence can pull this off. Where you're like. She's so beautiful, and but like she's naked, and you're just laughing. I do. I love yeah. that when she, when like the kids, right, don't expect her to come out of the ocean, and then she's like yeah. turning towards <laughs> yeah. them, like fully naked. I was like, wow, this is hilarious. But... Yeah, yeah. She's just marching towards them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so funny. So good. Yeah. Okay, just a few more questions. Yes. Yeah, um, if so, if money didn't matter, like, what's a rom com you'd make right now? Like if it didn't already exist, or yeah, yeah, like yeah, you could do anything. Like, magic wand, movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe the one you're currently writing, or yeah, I don't know, just a certain kind of film. There's a movie that I, um, I'm still tweaking it, but there's a movie I wrote called Wife Material, and it's a rom com, um, and I would love for it to get made. So if I had the wand, I would, I would choose that one. I think it's like, it's more personal than anything I've written and it's funny and I just feel like it could be really cute if the right actors were in it. What's what's on the horizon for you? Um, do you have any other projects coming out soon and like where can people follow your writing and you know shout out your podcast and people know to go listen Yeah. To uh yeah so my Instagram it follows the rom com theme. It's called it's you've got smail um, my last name is Smale, S-M-A-L-E. <laughs> That's <laughs> that. so awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then my, yeah, Teenage Dirtbags with a Z podcast is the other one. Um, and then, yeah, I have three Christmas movies coming out this year. So there's Christmas by Design, which will be out Friday, October 27th. And then Navigating Christmas comes out sometime in November. And then Yes, Chef Christmas comes out in December. That is so, exciting. And I saw you posted on Instagram that yeah. Nora Jones has a song in one of your projects. Yeah, I just learned that. Yeah, that's so super cool. exciting. It's very exciting. One, which, yeah. one, which project is it? It's for Navigating Christmas. So it's the one in November. So cool. She's so yeah. amazing. That's awesome. I know. I know. I love her. So I'm very excited about that. 
my gosh. I think yeah. Yes cool. Chef Christmas is going to be super popular because everyone's obsessed with the bear. And just that name alone <laughs> is going to like... Yeah. I'm already excited to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that one will be on Lifetime, not Hallmark. Lifetime. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Well, Carly, thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. Thank you. This was and really fun. I'm yeah. so glad we all connected. And I'd love to all of us get together in person one day. Be I so know. Fun. Okay, well, thank you guys so much. Yeah. This is really fun. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I'm a fan. <laughs> Yay! Bye. <laughs> okay, see ya. Bye, Carly. Bye. <laughs> Awesome. That was such a great chat with Carly. Super cool to hear more about her. So this has been an episode of When Isabel Met Aviva. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to stay up to date with our episodes, please subscribe. Bonus points if you leave us a positive review. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at When Isabel Met Aviva and on Twitter at Isabel Met Aviva. We're both on Instagram and Twitter. If you have questions or need advice about your screenwriting career or just want to obsess over rom-com with us, um, my social media is just at Isabel underscore K underscore T. You can find the link to it on our When Isabel Met Aviva podcast. Um, I'm not super active on Twitter, but it is at at It Writes Comedy. Um, Aviva, you are more like, I feel like you have yours. Both of yours are the yeah. same. It's a little easier to remember <laughs> yours. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just at Aviva Pelton on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the main places where um, I write updates and random things about rom-coms so would love to interact with you there and yeah thank you so much for all your support guys we are so excited about this project and so excited about what the future holds for our podcast so we will see you very soon and don't forget to write as many rom-coms as possible and watch as many and just talk about the rom-com yay rom-coms <laughs> yes okay bye guys bye <laughs>